question about the end of the half in Philadelphia, obviously not disregarding the throw down to Nikhil that, you know, could have been caught, but the second and third down, the underneath throw to Taylor and then the clocking of the ball didn't seem like that was the ideal way to handle those last couple plays and obviously may have cost you some points. What was the, what was the talking behind that? What was the, what was the thought behind that for, for Matt going forward? Yeah, it'll be a, um, uh, that'll be a good situation to learn from. Um, you know, look, anything that happens out there relative to management of the game, I'll, I'll take on my shoulders. That's my responsibility. So, um, you know, when you throw it short with no timeouts, cause we lost our last time out there with the keels injury. So once, once you're in a situation with no timeouts and it's second down in that scenario, you know, you, you, there's, you just have to understand the ramifications of a short completion in bounds because now you're, um, you know, the clock's running and you're in a third down situation. And now you got to try to gauge whether or not based on what the route was on second down, can you run another play and throw it inbounds and still have enough to clock it? Or do you have to run a quote unquote out of bounds play with the clock running? So, um, you know, we'll, we'll get to all of our situational calls and those types of situations as we kind of move through uh, this week and in the next week. Um, not all of those are up and ready to roll at this point, but the, the, you know, understanding how much time we have left, and when is the time to throw an incomplete pass in a situation like that to save yourself the opportunity to huddle and then call a play in th on the third down to, you know, to actually either gain enough yards to clock the ball or, you know, put yourself close enough to the sideline to get out of bounds. But um, it's definitely something we'll all learn from. And again, that's, that's my responsibility. Thanks, Josh. Yep. Next question, Evan Lazar, followed by Bob Sosa. Hey, Josh, how you doing? Good, Evan. How you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, just observing Mac over the last couple of weeks, just noticed that the pace of the offense has been really good when he's in there. I know you guys have had some opportunities to go no huddle in some of the games as well. So I just was wondering how you observed the pace of the offense when Mac is in the game and how he's handled those no huddle situations. Yeah, Mac's improving. Um, you know, he, he, he's improving in a lot of areas uh, weekly. And, you know, one of the things we've tried to uh, we've tried to do is get a two minute situation at the end of the second quarter. And unfortunately, we just based on the way the game kind of fell the last couple of weeks, we didn't get to do that. So we started uh, both third quarters, um, I believe, Washington and Philly, you know, trying to kind of let's call it mimic or simulate a two minute drive um, so that we could get a little bit of work in there uh, in that situation. Um, and I think he's, you know, he's, he's improving in his communication, improving in his tempo. Um, the offense has been able to get into a decent rhythm. There are still little things we have to fix and tweak as we, as we move forward. But, um, you know, generally speaking, uh, there, there were, you know, very few, if any pre-snap errors, which is really the, uh, the goal for a quarterback in our system is let's, Let's get out there and set the table right and do it as quickly as we can so that we give the other 10 guys an opportunity to play fast and be aggressive. And so um, and I think he's he's improving at that uh, at that skill weekly. Next question, Bob Sosi, followed by Mark Daniels. Thanks, Stacey. Good, uh, good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Bob. 
Hey, this is related to the last question and the first series of the third quarter specifically. Uh, poor field position inside the 10. You guys are thrown off schedule by a couple of holding calls early in that drive. And yet it's a 17 play drive that uh, covers 100 yards with the penalties. And I think that was Max's first drive, Bob. Yeah. Yeah, Max. That was not the third quarter. That I'm was, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. That was the that was his first drive. And then, yeah. um, I'm, excuse me. And then, um, you know, eight first downs on that drive. A couple of other drives, four first downs, five first downs. And it, it, has he impressed you with his ability to adjust to the different search, uh, situations to overcome some of those negative plays and to keep moving the sticks? Your assessment, I guess, on that long drive, but also yeah, you know, those other two drives as well in the second. Understand. Half. Um, well, I think, you know, anytime you find yourself in those types of situations, which look first and 20 or second and 17 or whatever those are, those aren't really optimum situations for an offense to be in. And statistically in the league, you know, you don't overcome those very often. So, um, you know, you usually, when you do overcome them, it's a result of let's call it three positive plays that requires, I would, I would say very good execution by the 11 people that are out there on the field together. Um, and it's hard to do that anyway. Um, but I thought we did do that with some, you know, some solid football, you know, as we kind of fell behind the sticks, uh, we made some, some big plays on third. I think the first one was a third and long conversion on an in cut, um, you know, and I thought he stood in there and made a good throw, had some time, the protection, we always talk about the more, the more yards you need, the more time you need to provide the quarterback. And I thought our, our offensive line, our back, our tight end kind of provided enough time to be able to hold the ball long enough to get down the field and, and convert a few of those. But, um, you know, when you put together a drive that covers 90 some yards, um, that usually, when you look at the film, uh, usually what you have in common on that drive is, you know, clean execution for the most part. Um, you know, and you, it's hard to it's hard to convert eight first downs in a drive uh, in our league and against anybody at any point in time. And so uh, there was a lot of guys that I thought were ready to play and played well. Uh, we overcame some of those adverse situations together. Uh, and Mac, for his part, you know, I you know we're look we're throwing everything we can at him right now, putting him in those situations. I was glad those came up. You know, first time throwing from your end zone in the NFL and. Um, you know, have to have to stand in there and, you know, continue to read the coverage out and then try to distribute the ball properly. Josh, thanks. Thanks for cleaning up my question. Thanks. Yeah, no problem, Bob. All right, next question, Mark Daniels, followed by Trey Deer. Hey, Josh, football as well. Um, heading into this, this week, um, joint practices, last preseason game, do you already have an idea of who your starting quarterback will be um, in, in week one? And, and at what point do you, you know, start to work with that quarterback for the Dolphins? Or what's the timeline with that? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know this is going to sound silly, but I mean, I haven't really worried about it. I mean, I think that that decision, you know, from from Bill will 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 be made when the time is right to make it. I mean, Cam certainly is um, is the is the starter now, and he has done a good job. You know, he's gone in there. He played well the other night. Um, he's practiced well. And um, but, you know, I know those guys are really competing hard and we're giving them an opportunity to compete and play a lot of football. So um, my focus really is just on our offense improving. And, and in specific to your question, that position in general, I've said it before, 
like that position to me is is obviously extremely valuable to our team. We need to uh, we need to be able to play consistently well. We need to communicate well. We need to make good decisions. We need to throw the ball accurately. We need to protect the football and not give it away. Um, so to me, I, you know, I look at those guys in the same light in, in regards to what we're trying to accomplish. And ultimately when, you know, when any decision is made based on who's going to play more or less on our team, um, those decisions will be made when the time is right. And we're going to go forward and uh, try to play the best we can. But I'm very pleased with the effort that we're putting in at the quarterback position, uh, the improvements we're making, and the way that we're, we're attempting to run the offense. Everything isn't perfect. We still have a long way to go. A lot of things that we can work on and improve and make better. But I think the, the desire to do it the way that we want to do it to the standard that we're trying to hold them to, I think, is, is right where we want it to be. Just, just as a follow-up on your last point, just how happy are you with your, your quarterback situation right now? It seems like you have two guys who have been working really hard and improving, you know, this summer. And do you feel like Cam and Mac have pushed each other and this, this competition has sort of brought out the best of them, you know, here in August? I definitely, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about our room. I mean, I think to me, we got multiple guys. I mean, Brian Hoyer's doing the same thing. You know, he, he's gotten less reps, but he's, He's doing the same thing. He's trying to improve and make himself better. And he's making the other guys around him better. They're very unselfish. All, all the guys in our room are very unselfish relative to sharing of information of trying to help somebody else in the room get better. I mean, it's a, it's an amazing group of people together because you talk about competing. I think what I've told them from the beginning is they need to compete with themselves to play the best that they can play. I don't care about who else is in the room. Like whatever the best they can produce at that position, that's who they're really competing with. And I think that's the thing they're trying to strive to reach is their best potential with the way they can play quarterback in our offense and, and what they can do for us. And I think that's where their mindset has been. Um, and, and they've they've all tried to make themselves better, which I think in turn has made our group better. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Yep. Trying to get in two more questions. Trey Dare and Ryan Hannibal. Hey, Josh, I had a question about the, some of the injuries you guys have, have had in, in camp. You know, it's never something you want. and it's, it's also not something you could obviously predict. So, you know, the, the, the tight ends throw in an Aguilar to that group for, for times in training camp. Just how useful can, can some of this time be and sort of diversifying what you guys do offensively when some people aren't out there? It's a good question. Um, and honestly, it's, a, it's an every year occurrence uh, just because of the nature of our game. and. I think last week was a great example for us of, you know, let's just, what, what would we do in a game if that happened, you know, and we go there and we're, we're down, uh, you know, a couple tight ends pretty quickly in practice. Um, and then especially for Tuesday, moving on into the game, you know, you're down, you know, numbers that are one position group. So now you got to be a little bit creative and flexible with your personnel. And I think that comes back to some of the players you know, that have the ability to play more than one spot or multiple positions within the offense, their versatility when we get in trouble in terms of injuries is really something that stands out to, to our staff because, you know, we can use them and move them positionally to try to cover up an area that we might be a little light in. And so, you know, you saw Jakob Johnson play tight end the other night. You saw Justin Haran play tight end the other night. 
Um, you know, we saw multiple receivers in the game at the same time. Uh, and so, you know, at, on a football team, if you incur an injury or two, you know, especially on a game day, you don't have an unlimited number of resources. So, you know, you got to be able to shift and adjust and, um, you know, and, and make a change of plans on the run. And your players need to be able to adapt quickly and go out and execute. And you, you, the, the goal is still the same. It's never going to change. Uh, that we got to be productive, score points, and take care of the ball. So um, I thought a lot of guys stood up, accepted the 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 uh, extra burden of learning a couple different positions uh, that we had to do last week, and it gave us some good prep for the season. And then hopefully some of our guys will be uh, returning to health this week. Josh, last question, last question, Ryan Hannibal. Hey, Josh. I know we asked you this uh, a little bit when you talked the last time, but do you ever see a scenario where you could have both quarterbacks play a role in the same game? I still, I, my answer will be the same. <laughs> I don't, I haven't thought about it at all. You know, I mean, honestly, our, our focus is on trying to get them to do everything that they're practicing or doing in the games um, to the best of their ability and seeing them improve and, and focusing on the things where, Maybe this is an area we need to get better at. And I have not stopped for one second to think about, you know, how to utilize multiple people in the same game. I'm, uh, I'm encouraged by, uh, you know, all our quarterbacks in terms of the way they're working, uh, some of the things they've been able to do in our competitive practices, and then some of the things that they've done in the preseason games. I'm encouraged by that. Um, but we have a lot of work ahead of us this week, a great opportunity to get better. Um, you know, both on our own and against the Giants and then following up in, on, in the game on Sunday night. So um, I'm excited to, uh, you know, to do that. And that's where my focus is. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, Josh. Thanks, everyone. Yep.